Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. We spoke about this last time. There are communities that have the power to shut you down. Believe it or not, we have the power as well. Hello, this is War Air Boswell, and this is The Measurables, powered by Revolt. Indeed. And this is another episode of Intellectual Game. That's right. The response was swelder. <laughs> it was solid. It was like, wow. It's like, run it back, run it back. <laughs> Let's Dion that real quick. <laughs> back to back. You know what I'm saying? So... We're here. Um, there's so many things going on. But what I don't want to ever, ever do is get. Um, I don't ever want the issue to really be clouded. Affirmative action is under attack. Yeah, Been is. under attack, right? For a minute. For, for, for a minute. And the thing is. There, there, there's some of us who are listening who'll be like, yeah, man, that's crazy. But there's some of us who are like, oh, here they go. Mm. So when you have 400 plus years of oppression mm-hmm. and then you have legislative law put in place to make sure that at the root of this, you need to at least make sure that you're actually seeing these people. That's right. How could that ever, ever <laughs> become something that could be challenged, John? I've never understood it, you know, and we've always talked about the fact that historically we've been behind, right? Right. It's what it is. Not having the opportunity to just have FaceTime with an employer, an an institution. Yes. Just give me an an interview, essentially. Right. At that point, you know, the bets are off. But at least put put me in the position to be successful. So to have legislation that's designed to not even give you that look. Right. Not even give you that look. Not even give you that look. Like the Rooney rule in football, which is bullshit. But at least interview <laughs> a black coach. Right. Right. Just just appease us. I mean, they, I mean, they, they are like 90 percent. I mean, like, I don't know if that, that 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 percentage is accurate, but I mean, like we are the lion's share of the league. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing that's also interesting is that it's not even it, it's African-American people who are like, oh, we don't need it anymore. I remember California. It was the brother Ward Connerly was the cat. I yes. believe it was him. I believe it was. They yeah. instituted the affirmative action situation back in the eighties, nineties. So it's always some cat that looks like us, mm. who doesn't want to act like us, yeah, or isn't proud to be one of us, who helps kind of push that narrative, which gives the other brother an opportunity to like, oh, listen, he's exactly. It's been co-signed by Ward. <laughs> it's it, it's been co-signed by Clarence. By Clarence. By Clarence. And, 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 and see, the, the, the thing that's interesting for people to understand is the, um, what was the brother from Chicago who got killed? The Black Panther. Young brother. Are you talking about Fred Hampton? Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. It's the Fred Hamptons. It's the Black Panthers. It's the Black Church. Yeah. It's all of these things. And none of these organizations were perfect, but all of these things really set the stage mm-hmm. for an affirmative action type of situation. Sure. And so to eat like to even utter it out of your mouth, no matter if it's benefited you or not, because it has benefited you, Clarence. Come on. It has. And in your private moment, you know that. Yeah, they do. Right? They do. So what, <laughs> bro, you touched on something so so incredible. When someone of the hue mm-hmm. says, oh, we don't need that. It gives license. Yeah. It empowers the other. So they're thinking, listen, all they want is the cosign. Yeah. So they can sit back and say, well, actually, Candace Owens, there are people that don't look, you know, that Mm -hmm. don't look like us that really are down for the cause. Mm -hmm. 
and that's and they push them out front, they're always the ones with the most fiery, right? Our hue they have the most to say mm-hmm. on the subject to really get that base riled up. Mm-hmm. The numbers are never going to be in our favor, right? We saw that last night. Although I will say, um, what was encouraging, and we'll get to the elections, was uh, Democrats held tight in a lot of the seats, and they came out right. and, and support. You know, it wasn't right. a red wave. It was pretty much. Uh, a status quo, which was encouraging for Biden, for sure. Right. But, you know, the problem is we're, we're still numerically always going to be in the rears. Mm-hmm. So we need legislation and, and things like affirmative action just to give us a shot. That's just all get, you really want. And and, 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 and also just to, to, to bring this portion of what we're talking about to a close, we can move on to other other things. If you feel it's not necessary, you know, you can always just shut your mouth. Indeed. And just say, you know what? I don't personally need it, right? But I know that there are people who do. Oh so, God. so I'm not going to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I know that there are people who need this. Yeah. So let me shut my mouth and let and 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 let the young dude who was raised by a single mother, five kids, you know, get that look at Harvard. Right. Get that look at Boeing. That's it. How about that? Because you made it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Even though you feel like you didn't, you, you you didn't need it. Right. Which we all know, in some possible stretch of the imagination, it has helped you. Indeed, it. Of course, it has. Of course, it has. And listen, what always bothers me is there's even with affirmative action, there's only going to be a few of us to get the fucking. That, that's the point. <laughs> it's that's still, the point. The number's still going to be so minuscule. It ain't going to make it, a huge difference on their side. For us, it's big. Right. Yes. For them, it's like you just took Buffy's spot or whoever. You know what I mean? Who woke up on third? Well, I should say Buffy. I got a black homegirl named Buffy. God bless her. Jill. Right. Who woke up on third base? Talking about I bet I hit that triple. And the reality is, again, we're not taking the lion's share of the spot. It's just a couple here and there. Mm-hmm. And I would think that these institutions, these these places of employment, who talk about diversity, would welcome that. They should. It don't it it only when you have when 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 your company reflects what America truly looks like, yeah, that can only be a benefit to you. I would think so. We spoke about this last time. Mm-hmm. There are communities that have the power to shut you down. Yeah. Believe it or not, we have the power as well. Yeah, we do. You remember when Jay Z said, you know what? Change clothes. Mm-hmm. We're off jerseys. Throw, throw a tie on, a button down. Unfortunately, people went from throwback jerseys to throwback dress shirts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But 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 the thing is, when he said it was over, mm-hmm. it was over. It was over. We have the power to do that with brands. Yeah, we do. With people. Sure. But what needs to happen, I feel, my personal opinion, is there can't be that that one person of our youth lurking in the background, like, mm-hmm. it's all good. Don't worry about what they're talking about. Right. Because you know that person always exists. Always exists. Always exists. Some Scooby-Doo mystery shit. <laughs> always somebody just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the Scooby-Doo is always the same thing. We would have got away with it too if it had been meddling kids, right? Yes. There's always one cat that's kind of lurking on that side that's just waiting to kind of pounce um, and make things difficult for us. It's, yeah. it's hard enough as it is, man. Yeah, I mean, bro, I, and, and, and the thing is this. There are individuals that 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 I I mean you know growing up in Pasadena there are friends that I had that went to Poly mm-hmm. which is a very I mean like an incredible institution sure and I mean like you know other institutions where they were the Jackie Robinson of their class yeah yeah in like 1993 which is crazy sure. and <clears throat> I also have friends professionally who pretty much you know they 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 are black but they have white sensibility right and I mean like and and when I say that I mean. When you have, um, I, I I had an, uh, an associate tell me, man, like you know, I saw a um, a, a person of Anglo um, feature mm-hmm. on your page, and I was surprised, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's like the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life, right? Because the thing is this: when you think about brands, African Americans for the most part weren't really featured in them until like as of late. Yeah. So you had to imagine yourself. It was an aspirational situation before Tyson Beckford. Like it was aspirational. Big time. 
to like like so I would look at a at a, at a Ralph Lauren ad and I'd be like, oh, I can imagine myself in that. Sure. But on the reverse, when it's African Americans in the ads, other ethnicities by and large, they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's made just for black people. <laughs> but the point I was making was, if you are somebody of African descent mm-hmm. who was raised primarily around, you know, like just just you know, Anglo people, right, right. There's going to come a situation where you will be reminded either by your friendship base or by society. Oh, yeah. You are going to you're going to feel it. Yeah. At some point. At, I mean, like at some point, and, and, and the thing is, it's not right, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's just like I make the point to say. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Just love yourself first. Yeah. And by loving yourself first, it makes it very easy to love everyone. I agree. But if you don't love yourself first and you just like really, really going hard to love somebody else, mm-hmm. like that's not going to end that, that's not gonna end well for you. It's not. It's not, man. It's funny. I tell my people all the time, you know, at some point, you know, you, your blackness is going to be a, you're going to be acknowledged for your black, like, you're going to be reminded mm-hmm. of how black you are. Correct. Even if you've run with a certain kind of ilk and you haven't experienced some of the ills that, like, a lot of black folks have experienced. Right. You grew up in a certain area, go to certain kind of schools, have certain kind of friends. God bless them. But at some point. Yeah. One of them is going to say something to you and remind something you. Something crazy. Like, something crazy because they get real comfortable. And you've allowed them to get really comfortable, right? Right. It might be that blackface on Halloween. Right. It might be them Bo Derek braids, right? Yeah. <laughs> Remember that shit, right? <laughs> it's some some cultural appropriation is going to take place, or some word is going to be said like, "Damn, but yeah, I, yeah." I guess the blackness has. I've been reminded of that. Yeah. In this environment where I thought I was cool and I could kind of flow, mm. it'll hit Candace Owens too. It's going to hit her at some point. Well, the thing, I mean, like, the thing is, I don't necessarily want anybody to be hit. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it, 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 it's just a matter of life. What happened? And the thing is, if you know, <sighs> bro, that, that's such a long situation. That's Indeed. a foxhole. Yes, it is. So can, can we move ever so slightly to the unhoused Speak in on. Los Angeles, bro? Like, I was driving up here on San Vicente on a corner yeah, where there's a house that's I mean, like the median house is probably in between two to three. Mm-hmm. Like it's a dude on the corner with a tent, and just I mean, like bro, it's like literally the sidewalk is his, like literally his home. There's- this dude has <laughs> towels laid out. He has dishes laid out. Mm-hmm. He has everything. And see, this is the interesting thing of, of of this conversation. So as you know. Like we're doing, re- we're rehabbing our house, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. And when you rehab your house, you have blueprints. Yeah. You take those blueprints down to the city. Yep. The city signs off on them. They have an inspector that comes out mm-hmm. to your house. Mm-hmm. This was interesting. If I put in my blueprints that I got a two bedroom, but I decide to make you know you know, two and a half bedrooms. The inspector will come out. When the inspector comes out, if it's not according to that plan, yeah, yeah, they will find you. They will go hard. Big time. But what's interesting is somebody who's unhoused, I'm just going to set up on this corner yeah. and I'm going to build this situation and nobody's going to say a word to me. No, they're setting up shop everywhere too. They're setting up, bro, they're setting up shop anywhere. Because you know, we grew up, it was just skid row only, right? L- literally. Literally, it's only skid row. Right. You know, maybe you might see some castle like on the promenade in Santa Monica, you know, right. loosely. But right. the reality is, and a couple of downtown, the right. downtown Skid Row essentially adjacent. But now you can go anywhere, any neighborhood, good, bad, hood, hills, they're everywhere. Yes. And the, and the cameras are so big, it's cats out there. I'm like, you going to some spectrum? You, right. You going to set up your cable? Right. Like, it's a real situation. <laughs> right. Literally, it's a house on the corner. On the corner. Literally on the and, and 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 what I find interesting is like the people who are playing by the rules get penalized always, right? Mm-hmm. And and I mean and and again, I completely understand that people who are unhoused don't. I mean, I would think the majority, if not all of them, don't want to be there. Yeah. But the fact is, there seems to be no check and balance on. Okay, you're out here on this corner. Yep. 
You're not even out here on this corner neat. No. You're just out here on this. I mean, bro, it's all. It's bad. It's bad. And it's, it was the biggest issue with this mayoral race. I don't know. I think they're kind of too close to call right now. They come to a few days to figure who won that thing. But right. I know both of them. If you're from L.A., you live in L.A., you know the biggest issue is homelessness, right? Right. And it's like, how do we get these folks off the street? I'm like, my lady's like this, you know, I hate to say it like this, but can we build a facility like in Lancaster somewhere? Bro, I've been saying that forever. There's so okay. much land between Las Vegas and California. Hey, man, listen, I don't want it to seem like a jail. It might have jail equities, but the mm. reality is it, it needs to be a facility that can house about 20,000 people. Right. Or something like that. Right. Give them the services they need. Give them the bro. mental services. Yes. All the stuff that's required. Let them work. It just has to be better than sitting on the street on La Cienega and, and whatever. Just, I mean, but, but you raise a very valid, um, valid point. So there is money that's earmarked for the unhoused, mm-hmm. right? I hate to say homeless. Yeah. But like, unhoused. you know, unhoused. Yeah, the, 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 the people who are unhoused. Sure. And I don't know where that money is going. To build, a, you know, a room that's like, you know, uh, it, 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 they're, they're, they're figures. Everything has 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 quantitative and qualitative value, right? Yep. So they're saying that it costs like anywhere from seven hundred to one point five million to build, you know, one space for a homeless wow. person, which wow. is which is crazy. It's crazy. So my question is to the builders, also the people who have this this influx of money. You touched on it. People who are unhoused can't j- j- just be dropped in the middle of the desert like Mad Max, like mm-hmm. Tina Turner and uh, Kirk, I mean Mel Gibson. It, we, it, don't, it, <laughs> we don't need the hero. Yeah, like it, <laughs> it, it like it, it can't be that. But like some type of campus. Yeah. Again, to have people like you know you're getting medication, you actually can like you know you you, you have an area to roam and mm-hmm. be. I mean like bro, like they built like complete neighborhoods in the Emirates. Yes. Like, I mean, like, and, and, and this is in the middle of the desert. They can build, like, an ocean. So you mean to tell me yeah. past San Bernardino on your way to Vegas or whatever, they can't build an equitable situation mm-hmm. where all of the unhoused people can be put? Because this, this is the situation. It's never important until, like, like, this is just my personal opinion. By and large, black people can be dealing with these situations all the time. Yep. Somebody white gets killed, it's like, oh, my God, it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's like, you don't have to believe me. Just do your research on these things. Sure. So if you are on the corner literally all day and I'm working hard, doing everything that I have to do, the last thing I want to do is come home and see all of this stuff on the curb. Yeah. Right and, I, and, 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 bro, we are paying one of the highest tax brackets in the country. It's terrible. It's terrible. Nah, bro. It's no. too much. It's no. too much, man. It's... You know, just visually, it's it's just it's tough to see. Yes, it is. I mean, aside from the the financial implications and all the other stuff, just visually, just the aesthetics of it, driving down streets in L.A. Yes, like you said, we from we from this side of town. You know, it's it's crazy to see how the city has kind of deteriorated in that way. Yes. On the flip side, you're seeing things be built, stadiums built, beautiful stadiums, apartments, everywhere. incredible, incredible. Yes. California's the fourth biggest economy in the world, bro. Not, right. the, not the country, the world. That's crazy. Right. right. And we don't have the resources. Well, we do, but we won't put them in the place we could get these folks off the street. And to your point, you can go to the middle of the Central Valley, the IE, wherever, and build this kind of facility. And again, it, it need not be at, at circling back. It I'm saying being a, a jail. No, but by, you can by, have, by no means. By no means. But you can have a little oasis where there is you know, outdoor activities and there's the services, the mental services. Yes. There's education. You can learn to get an education for those right. who maybe need that. That's what I'm saying. And I, I can't think that those folks wouldn't, not wouldn't want that, but wouldn't really want to be in that type of environment. Exactly. And if the alternative is like Slauson and Crenshaw, right. I just yeah. can't even understand. Now if that's, if you want to settle for that reality, if you want to stay in the hood, you know, maybe you need to be behind, be behind bars. Right. I don't want to say Wow. That. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, that's real. to clean shit up. Because there's a lot. Listen, there's some attacks that have happened. But, that, that, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. If, if there are attacks that are isolated and it affects predominantly us, mm-hmm. it may get attention, but it's not going to get that, that, that big attention. Sure. That say somebody who is Anglo-Saxon getting attacked or somebody who's Asian getting attacked. Then it's like, it's like 
oh, my God, we got to do something about this. Well, no, we have to do something about it when one person gets attacked, no matter what ethnicity they are. Hey, man, this cat ran up on me quietly at the gas station last night on Western and Vernon. I was wow. pumping my gas. Like, I need a couple of dollars. I was like, I ain't got that for you. Like, man, you look like you're a high roller. Meanwhile, I'm in my Toyota. I'm right. Like, man, <laughs> right. Right. I said, my paper's low right now. You have no idea. Come on, nigga, help me out. I was like, man, I can't even help you right now. He was really hot about it. Hmm. You know, and I was thinking to myself, yeah, I'm not going to budge, but imagine had I been not from where I'm from mm. or had that energy that kind of kind of like back that. up, back yeah, up. Like yeah. I'm not that guy right now. Right. You know, be advised. There are a lot of folks that would have, you know, felt uncomfortable. It's getting some fuel. It was like four, four in the afternoon, maybe five. Kind of dark yeah. now. Yeah. But I was just thinking, this is a cat that lives on the street. Yes. That doesn't have anything to lose. Anything to lose. And, and, and that could be your girlfriend. It could be my wife. That's right. But we've got everything to lose. Everything to lose. And when those forces connect, shit, man, it could, it could be problematic. Well, you know, again, like, you know, we, we, we have an a, allotted amount of time, so we can only spend so much time on certain things. Sure. But the, there was a cleaning up of, um, oh, man, what's the, the part of New York where all the theaters are? Um, not Broadway, uh, Manhattan. Yeah, it's it it it, it was it, it's it's in Manhattan, Times Square. Oh, Times Square, sure. And Giuliani was um he was mayor, and I was told that you know when the cleanup started to happen, it if you weren't from New York, mm-hmm. wherever you were from, you got a ticket back there. <laughs> Giuliani, That's you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying it's necessarily. The answer to everything, but bro, you can't be out here just like messing up tourism dollars. You can't no. be out here being a harm to yourself because yeah. if you're if you, if you're harm to yourself, you will harm somebody else immediately because well, you have nothing to lose, like you just said. Well, it's funny. In '96, after college, I went to Atlanta briefly uh, to live for a second. My sister was down there, stayed for about a year, then I came back to the city. But this was right before the Olympics in '96. And I remember, I forgot who the mayor was. It might be Maynard Jackson. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. But they had these these um, projects adjacent to, like, Georgia Tech. They want to turn it to the Olympic Village for the athletes. Okay. So they basically told those cats. You got to go. Yeah. Where you want to wow. go? Wow. Give a one-way bus ticket for everyone to land. You got family somewhere else? Because the eyes of the world are going to be on ATL. And it's wow. got to be clean. Fast forward to 2028 out here. Whoever's mayor, Bass, Caruso, and who's going to be in there at this point? As I'm saying, that same theory might apply. Like, you got to roll because there's going to be too much energy, too much money. Olympics is a different type of that's, – that's a global – this ain't the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. This which is huge, but this is the whole world, you know. Converging. Up, converging on your town yeah. for 16 days. Right. Okay? Spending a shitload of money. Right. And they want to be safe. And if cats walking around looking crazy, now they're gonna always gonna be a, a stragglers here and there, right? But it can't be a whole army. It can't look like the beginning of the Warriors, okay? <laughs> Can you dig it? You know what I'm saying Cyrus, tell them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying fifty thousand organized. You know, hey, bro. Hey, listen, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. One of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a great Jacks. scene. Great scene. For sure. But uh, bro, okay. So, in reference to, I, I saw this, uh, this post that Nick Cannon put up. Okay. And he was talking with uh, Jonathan Greenblatt. He's the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. Mm-hmm. And I believe they have a podcast called To Hate or Not to Hate. All right. And they were talking about um, Kyrie mm. and, um, you know, his, his, his uh, I, I think they asked him to apologize and right. he didn't, you know, he, he didn't apologize. Like, I really am not well versed on, you know, the European Jewish situation and mm-hmm. also the African Jewish situation. But what would be beneficial, I feel like, for the world? Yeah. Um, James Baldwin and William F. Buckley. Mm. They, 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 debate. they had this debate. Mm-hmm. Great. And, and, and again, people, when you listen to something I say, I just want you to do the research on it. Indeed. Yeah. And when you do the research on it, you'll be like, wow, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Don't just get mad and get emotional. Listen to what I'm saying. So they had a debate on a very serious topic of race. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, you know, whoever the foremost authority is on the, you know, the Asiatic, you know, African Jew 
and the actual Jewish, the European Jewish community, I feel like they should have like, you know, an informational, very similar to the the, the Baldwin Buckley situation. So, yeah. and 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 it could be like it could be an event, sure, like a like 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 a pay per view. <laughs> and I think that like like the world needs to tune in so they can get educated on the European side and also the African side, yeah, so you can start more. to formulate some type of like quilt of yeah. understanding. Because this is what I don't that, that like like this is this is at the bottom of everything I'm saying. Okay, once we figure out, okay, we are the you know the Asiatic whatever. Mm-hmm. We still got work to do. Without question, <laughs> without question. Like like yeah, there's not gonna be like an Asiatic black man check that just pops in. I mean like oh you realize that you're the Asiatic man. Okay, here's one billion dollars. Yeah, not happening. We still got to get ourselves together. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's a great idea. Um, that ball and Buckley debate was it's legendary. It'll legendary. Be, you YouTube it if you want to. But I think if you have the foremost experts um, yes. culturally yes. to be at a round table, you know, get all that. It's like the United Nations of just like verbal milk. Exactly. And watch everyone. And they're educated. Coming from their specific reality. Yes. Whether it's the Jewish community, African-American, Latino, Anglo-Saxon. Whatever. Middle Eastern, Yes. The best of the best. Yes. The best of the best. Having intellectual conversations on race. Whether you call it a debate or just dialogue about this is where we come from. Mm-hmm. Because what ends up happening is we have cats like Kyrie. And Kyrie, God bless him. I think he's a sharp dude. And, you know, I, I know where he's coming from. It's self-discovery on his side, too. He's 30 years old. He's learning a little bit about his yeah. history and his culture. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to demean the Jewish culture. I think he's just incredibly proud of his own. Correct. Right? Correct. And, you know, an apology he's, has been made. I think what they're asking for him to do now is a little bit over the top. Like, he doesn't have man. to do all this, man. That's ridiculous. Come on now. No. Because on the flip side, you know, people wear blackface and they say, I'm so sorry. Right? They put a little post on Instagram like, Bro. My, my bad. Bro. Right? Yes. I like Howard Stern, but he said, nigga, several times on this show, talking to guests or like skits, but he no one's t- taking him down. So, is it, is, so, so, so this is my question. Is there a cultural sensitivity and a apology to the the National Black Caucus or the NAACP? Like, has he done that? Come on, exactly. We're the only Anita Baker. <laughs> I apologize. We we always got to apologize, you know. And it's it's almost like sometimes our apologies they want even more than that. No, I'm like I can't really no. give you more than that right now. Yeah, because culturally we're the only ones that have to really bend over backwards to make you feel comfortable. In general, from the start, are you com- you cool in the elevator with me? I'm not going to do anything. Like mm, it's Comfort wow. levels. Classroom. Wow. Can I go sit in this class with you? You all right? I'm not going to start anything. I just want to learn. I just want to learn. I want to learn. I just want to eat. Wow. I just want to drive home. Yeah. With my kids. I just want to take my family from California to Kansas on the freeway. Uninterrupted. Safely. No drama. That's all I want. I'm not even speeding. Imagine that. I saw something on the, um, YouTube. Um, this guy named Gilly. I forget Gilly. Maybe Gilly the Kid. I think that's his name. Yeah, he has a million dollars worth of game. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was um, get on the airport or something. Um, it was him or maybe it was his partner. One of those cats mm-hmm. was getting in the airport in Houston or Texas. And some sheriff pulled him aside. Some cat with a wow. cowboy hat like, you smell like you have weed on you. Wow. Everybody was passing by. And my wow. man was like, I got more money than anybody in this plane. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if it was Gilly. might have been his partner. But whoever it was... I said, wow. you know what? Only we have to deal with that, man. Right. You know, this cat's got bread. Yeah. He's doing his thing. But we always get this pulled aside. I'm going to tell you a really quick story. When I was uh, I used to go back and forth to, to New England to travel for, you know, sales meetings, New Balance, and then Timberland. I always got to go through Logan mm-hmm. and uh, Boston. Right. Boston's Boston. You know, the late great Bill Russell, Yo-Yo to the Noops. Bill Russell used to talk about how Bill he Russell was, was a noob? Twas he. Wow. Yo-Yo to the Noops. Wow. Wow. All day long. Um but it was one of those things where he would talk about the issues in Boston. Yes. And I remember this was a, maybe about a year after 9-11. I'm in line. It's myself, and it's this little Jewish guy. I never forget it. And they're doing the checks, random, pulling people aside. And the Jewish guy looked at me. He's like, guess what? They're going to pull you. me at a line. They're going to pull your black ass at a line. <laughs> he said, your black ass? Not so much, but he said, you're black. Be, you're, be ready. Be, be ready. ready. And sure enough, there's like you and you. And he looked at me like, I fucking told you. Wow. My Jewish ass. And you're like, wow. And I was like, wow, that's Boston for you, right? Wow. And it, it just goes to show. And again, I'm corporate out at the time. Khaki's on. Yeah. You know, 
You ain't in there with a with, with the tattoo tear down your face and to the casket drop tattooed on your neck. It's always something. All eyes on us um, constantly. So, you know, circle back to Kyrie. I just think with him. Wow, what you know, story? You can't glaze. You, you can't glaze over that. Hey Amen. So I mean, so 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 what happened? Like, what was the purpose of you being pulled out of line? It was just that random, you know, ah, post random, random. Where's the random? And you could sense it coming. I'm like, this. Look at this guy over here. He looks more suspicious than my ass. Right. You know? Right. Not, not. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory statement to anybody culturally. Um, there's some questionable white boys getting on the flight. Like this cat looks like. <laughs> Anything can happen. He might have a bomb in his shoe right now. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, though? You know what? I mean, like, I don't know how many people had, had, had seen you prior to me posting the, uh, the, the, the image of us up, of our inaugural conversation. Mm-hmm. But, bro, you could throw a turban on and you could easily be from Asia. Hey, man, listen. You, like, like, you could be. It, it could pass. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it- <laughs> That's real, though. I mean, but do you see that, though? I see it. Okay. But my point is, like, let us all... It's, it, it, it's still disrespectful. I said, I got through security. Yes. Like, I think I got through the screening process. Like, it might have been post-screening. Yeah. Like, that additional check. Right. Oh, wow. Like, not the first check. Not the initial this scan. Is the next check. The next check. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like, like, come on, man! You, you, you just come on. I walked through here pretty cool, crazy. Wow! But, but wow, you know, wow. but going back to your point about, I think it'd be dope to have just a collection of really, really astute intellectual G's. Yes, to talk about culturally where they're coming from. Yes, don't all have to agree. Right. So folks can watch, like you said, pay per view style. Pay per view that, bro. Like, show this in classrooms. Yes. The best of the best. Not an athlete, not an entertainer, not a reality star. (laughs) Come on, man. Slash president, right? Yeah. Not that guy. Yeah. Just someone that has really done, has been educated. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Education is important with with these kind of discussions. Education is important in every discussion. Facts. But specifically with this, because it just just seems like if you even think it, you're going to get shut down. If you even think it, you're gonna get shut down. So why not like just 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 have a conversation with the people who mean the most in the space? Mm-hmm. Like anyway, okay. So there is a doc, and it's not a documentary. It's a um, a podcast called Culture Money. Oh which, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, game. Now that right there is intellectual game. Game. I never knew that rabbis were like the ballers of the set. <laughs> Neither did I. Because, I mean, like, every episode, it's like rabbi this and rabbi that. And mm-hmm. rabbi's talking, like, like rabbi got the game for you, though. Game. I mean, bro, some real game. And they're not wasting any time. It's like they're, Correct. Di- they're diving right into the game. Right. But well, you know what? In life, there's no time to waste. Yeah. So specifically with your – and the thing, is, the, the thing I love about it is that, like, they're just regular dudes. Regular it's, not, dudes. it's not Michael Jordan. Not a, it's not Barack Obama. It's just like a dude who said, "Okay, these are the ten, the, like like these are the tenets mm-hmm. to get to where you want to get financially." Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. Just follow them, and guess what? You'll be cool. If you start doing this at twenty, putting one hundred sixty-six dollars a week away. Think about that. By the time you're forty-seven, this is where you're gonna be. I appreciate that game. Yeah, that's the game we don't learn, man. We don't Correct. learn. You know, yeah. it's just you know, go to school. Get a job, pay the bills, you know. What, what is have on. swag, have swag now. Yeah, you gotta have swag. Gotta now. be cool. Gotta be cool. But listen, I tell my son all the time: nerds hire people. Mm-hmm. Cool people with swag end up working for people or don't have jobs at all. That's By just, and large, unless you get like, and, and bro, unless you incredible on that mic or incredible on that field. Yeah, if if you can entertain us, your swag comes in handy. Yes. If you can't do that, it's it's a it's a waste. It's worthless. It's kind of it's worthless. Yeah. You know, like I said the other day, you know, swag. You can't really deposit swag. <laughs> you can't go to the bank like, what are you gonna? I'm about to make the swag deposit. <laughs> like, no, we want those nerd dollars. We want that. Right. You feel me? Right. And right. To your point, you know, the the guys, the, the devices that we're using now were invented by somebody that probably wasn't cool in school. Right. He was probably getting teased on. Yeah. He wasn't getting the ladies. Yeah. He getting them now, though. Oh, tr- bro, trust me. The 
So every high school has, you know, your bumper heads, mm-hmm. your, like, gangsters, mm-hmm. your, a- your athletes, jocks, your smart guys. Okay. So what I admired about my high school is that, like, we never looked at it because I've actually heard this before. You acting white. Yeah. We never, re- like, we, we, we didn't have those types of discussions on our campus. If you were smart and you were gifted and taking AP classes in, like, the ninth grade, mm-hmm. yo, you was gifted. You were gifted. And people was like, there, there was an appreciation that was showered on you by your community. Right. Because these are black kids, Asian kids. Yeah, man. Japanese kids. I mean, like, I mean, it, 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 was, it was a broad spectrum. So I just find it interesting that when, and, and, and I'm, saying, I'm not saying that this is happening everywhere, but it's more pervasive now where if you are intelligent, you're kind of looked at as like, like, look, like, look at this corny dude. Like, yeah. how did that even happen? I don't know, because it feels like when we grew up, you definitely, there was an appreciation for your intellect. Yes. Right? Um, you weren't really getting teased because you were smart. I think now there's been a dumbing down. Of um, intelligence? Yeah, and I think some of the music is bleeding into the reality of our, of our youth. You know, mm. I always tell my son, I'm like, you know, this, and again, I'm not going to knock all these rappers. I don't want to sound like that get off the lawn guy. But I, but At I, all. But nope. lyrically, they're not getting fed like we were. And, yeah. you know, my son would be like, you guys listen to gangster stuff? Only like, yeah, but it's a dichotomy, though. Mm-hmm. And even some of the gangster stuff have messaging, right? Right. Had messages. Right. You had messages. Right. And then you could go and get some KRS. You can right. balance it out with, if with you Kane. Listen. Cube. Death Certificate is a masterpiece. One yes, it favorite. is. It's a masterpiece. You're yes, talking it about is. game from beginning to end? Yes. He was on 10 with bro, his game. Bro, he took you on a ride lyrically. A lyrical journey. Cube was incredible. He is. He's incredible. He is. And national treasure. A national treasure. That album was like. That should be in the Smithsonian. Whatever, I agree, man. I agree. You know, Library of Congress. Whatever. I agree. I agree. But, right next to Hall of Notes. <laughs> private eyes watching you. Kissed on my list. Those, those, those cats that blue eyes soul. <laughs> I don't want to stray too far. Keep going. But I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no. You talking about death certificate and how it was a masterpiece and yeah. how Cube is, is, is I, a I, national treasure. I just think you know, talking about education and the importance of um, of letting our kids know it's cool to be smart. It really is cool to be smart. You know, sometimes in the hood, we, we, we give bigger celebrations when the cat just got paroled and the cat just graduated. That's very interesting, but extremely troubling. Yeah. Cat yeah. got out of jail, like, hey, Pookie's out. With props. Pookie's out. Yeah. Cat graduates, we're like, whatever, booze ass. It's like, damn, really? Like, bro, I was top of my class Harvard, top of my class at Grambling, top of my class at Fisk. I don't get no love. Mama's yeah. going to give you love, though. Yeah, but he robbed three banks. Oh, man, let's shower. He did 30th Pelican Bay. He's a G, like, wow. You feel me? Like, there's yeah. more admiration for the criminal um, wow. than the student. And I think that's a problem within yes. our culture. We got to do better about that. Um, but, man, at the end of the day, I don't even understand how it got that way. Because we grew up in an era where education was pushed. All of our parents either went to college, wanted to go to college, or really um, impressed the importance of going. Right. Right. Schools were, you know, black colleges or, or traditionally white institutions. It didn't really matter. Just go somewhere, get an education. Right. Go to junior college and get something. Get an AA. It's right. cool. Right. But have some semblance of education. That was mm-hmm. just, my mom wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, there was no plan B. Well, you know, it's interesting. My, um, when, when, when I graduated from high school, I went to um, Northridge. Yeah. And I was there and I still went to play basketball. So I left Northridge against the insistence of, the insistence of my mother, sister, and, you know, went to Enlo Valley, mm-hmm. played there. And I was just like, you know, I was, t- I was starting to capsize on basketball. When I moved back to Los Angeles, I went back to Northridge. Mm-hmm. And by this time, like, it had crystallized that basketball wasn't going to be for me. Sure. So I was living with my father mm-hmm. in one bedroom, sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he had a conversation with me. And I'll never forget, God rest. He said, as long as you're in school and doing something productive, you can stay here. Rent-free, you're good. Right. If you drop out of school on a Monday at 8 o'clock, you'll be packing your bags at 8.01. Wow. Very clear. Yeah, crystal clear. So, you know, 
he went to Loyola Marymount for 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 just for a stint, and you know he was part of like you know that old regime of Negroes who just was having just a bunch of kids. <laughs> right. I mean, just like a bunch. So he was just like, you know what? I got I, like I have to take care of my family, mm-hmm. and like these aren't necessarily steps I want you to do, but like I had to stop college for this reason, and I became an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right. So like that's important because even if you decide not to go to college. You got to be productive in some way. In some way. In some way. And yeah, learn a trade. Right. Which is fine. I always say this, man. Listen, college isn't for everyone. Correct. It's some, not. Some folks can't afford it. And some cats aren't wired to go through another four years of that. I get it, man. Right. But as long as you're a productive citizen, you learn a trade. I don't care what the trade is, but doing something positive, I'm all for it. A right. lot of cats, a lot of my heroes are dropouts, man. Cats that realize they dream early. So you mm-hmm. know what? I'm just going to step away from here and just focus on my craft. Right. And put everything into it. Right. I'm not mad at that because college is, you know, I remember, I don't know if it was, it might have been Henny, uh, my son. He said something. I was talking about college one day and he might have been like, you know, sell me on it. Wow. Like, oh. Wow. Right. And it's wow. Like, oh. And I was, I stumbled for a second. <laughs> Henny right. said that to you? Yeah. Yo, that dude is, pop, pop, just pause what you're saying. That brother is like a deep, Still waters run deep intellectually. Yeah, he's got the infinite wisdom. And he doesn't really come off like that, but he is. And he's, and I and I stumbled for a second because I was, I was like trying to have a hard time trying to sell it. <laughs> like, well, you know, socially it's cool. I got homies now. Like, hmm. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> then you started thinking about, well, man, you know, get a job. I could create something now. Like, hmm, probably right. can. Right. But I do think the the socialization, the ability to really connect with good people. Like, I go all over the country and I got somebody – I could connect with, not just in the frat now, but just people that went to the, to college with me, whether I'm in New York, Chicago, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Seattle, Philly. I got homies all across the nation um, that shared that same experience with me, that black college experience. And it's it's a hell of a brotherhood. Right. Um, and sisterhood for our, our ladies. Yeah. So that alone to me is priceless. I'm like, brother, you know, the education, I get it, man. It's, yes. a, it's a grind. Yes, but, it is. you know, but it's worth it. But it's worth it, man. And in those years, you know, that that 18 to 22, 23 run, there's nothing like it. It is Correct. the best. Even if you're making money later and you're an adult and you're bubbling up, it's great. But the that 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 age of the innocence, that Don Henley, end of wow. the innocence, that that whole little that wow. that period of time where honestly, it gets no better. There's such I freedom. Agree. I agree. You know, you meet some amazing people. You're take, learning yourself too. You learn yourself. You're taking some chances. You know what I mean? And not penitentiary chances, hopefully. And not penitentiary chances. Can't do that. But taking some really cool calculated chances about how to live, you're going to the events. It's nothing sweeter than that. So I'm like, man, if that alone can't sell you on, I don't know what to tell you. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want to get right. a job at Home Depot now, go in and get one. <laughs> I'm not mad. Casting home goods, it's cool. <laughs> But I'm taking that four years going to summer school and relaxing. And relaxing. And see, and bro, the, the, the other thing about school, mm-hmm. very similar to church, there are more women than there are men. Indeed. So you're winning on several fronts. Need somebody to help you with your homework? Need tutoring? Got it. You got that fine one that you met on the quad to help you out. Come on, man. Under the chilling tree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, since we come in so many shades, you can run up on a Lupita. Amen. You can run up on a DeBarge. You can, man. You can run up on a Redbone. Yeah. And, and, and to the sisters out there, that, and listen, the math is the math. You can be some cool cats, too. You know, yes. It's yes. one of those things where it's just, and it's the time. I don't know. These kids don't even talk to each other anymore. I don't even, they don't even know how to communicate in a way that's even appealing to the opposite. Yeah. I don't even know what do you say to people now. Right. Because all we have are our verbals. Literally that, bro, listen, oh my God. I want you to finish your thought and then I'll finish mine. Yeah, verbals were everything. If you, yes, if they you, were. If you can spin the game, because you really can hide behind your tools because unless you grew up with a certain type of paper, you didn't really have any. So right. we, we would like master our game, like what you're going to say. You know, like literally, you, you damn near were writing shit down like you were writing the script. Like, let me Correct. get this game together. Correct. And when I see her, like, I got to say something cool. And your nerves will take over you. But, you know, once you said the right thing, you started to get comfortable doing it. Yeah. It just was everything. Yeah. And yeah. these kids now, they just text each other. I'm like, how do you even ask people out? Bro, that's some. <laughs> you ask somebody to prom via text? 
Bro, that's no. not cool. You know what? A text is, I'm going to be home in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bro, what, what's up for the store? What do you want from the store? Yeah. A text is not deep, intrinsic conversation no. that I should be having with a woman. And, and, and so, so my son's 10 years old. So he has a crush on this young lady. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know what to say. I said, be yourself. Yeah. He said, well, what does that mean? I said, you don't know who you are? Yeah. He said, yeah. I said, so who are you? He said, I'm Mason Ellington Boswell. Mm-hmm. I said, what else? What are, like, mm-hmm. like, 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 what are some of the quirky things about you? He said, I'm shy. I said, okay. So this is how, this is how you work this out in real time with the woman you're talking about yeah. or, or the young girl. You roll up to her. You say, hello, how are you? Mm-hmm. He said, what else do you say? I said, well, how would you be feeling in that situation? He said, well, I would be nervous. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You know, it took me a little time to come over here because I'm nervous. Right. But I mustered up the energy and the confidence to come and just say hello to you. So I just want you to know that, like, you know, (laughs) I admire you. And and the thing is, that's game right there. On the elementary level? or Actually, not even on that. On any level. On any level. Because, like, you know, like, if the woman is truly about it, Mm -hmm. she will understand the mastery of herself and say, you know what? Wow, this dude is so honest. Yeah. And I and, and like I really appreciate all oh, you. So and, and the thing is, years later, like you know, when when they are with their friends, they'll have conversations, and she'll say, "Oh, he was so nervous. He even told me he was nervous." Yeah. How beautiful is that? Yeah, it's cool to be vulnerable. Yeah, it really is cool. Yes, it is. But to your point, like if you don't know who you are, you, you're damn sure ain't gonna find out who she is, bro. So you better you better know. And and the earlier you realize that, mm-hmm. the better. You know, yeah. I was never really shy. Um, that was never really anything that really plagued me right you know i just wanted to just interact you know and we socialized so much we just had to talk i just felt like it was the best thing to do and it just it stayed with me but you know i know kids now because the devices have been their um their shield to an extent right it it's tougher to really muster up and this could be high school kids who are scared who are nervous like what do i say I'm like really yeah you know because yeah, yeah. we were all about that football games friday night like let me get a number that was kind of oh, your, bro. That was kind of your steez. That was right? it. That was your steez. Let me get that number. Let me get the digits. The girl who's in built in, in building A that I see when I'm going to building D that I don't get to holler at. I can holler at at, at the game because you know she got that nice outfit on tonight. Them overalls with the airbrush. Come on. Yo, let me pull up on you real quick. Don't be a cheerleader. Don't have some freckles with some braces back Listen, then. Oh even, man, come on, bro. I don't even need a pin. My memory's strong. Just just say it. Just say the number. I'll, I'll remember the, the mathematics, the digits. They're, in my, they're ingrained in my in my dome right now. I've got that 752. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everybody's area codes are saying A1A Valley. Oh, yeah, 1516 yeah, yeah. 216 Dina. Yeah, yeah, 213. LA. What's that? I got that. This, Before three went up. That's, that's three numbers I got to remember. I know the area you're in. Just give me those other seven. Let a player know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That, that, <laughs> that was the extent of it. So, oh, my know, God. That's oh, amazing. That's so, so there's a documentary that I um, recently saw called The Hair Tales. Okay, I heard about that. Yeah. And uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Sure. Amazing woman. Beautiful woman, too. Yeah, she's dope. She's dope. Uh, she interviews a lot of black women asking them about their hair. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching it, you know, the first episode was with Oprah Winfrey. Okay. And Oprah was talking about, you know, how she was on a um, on a TV station in Baltimore mm-hmm. and how one of the producers, white fella, said, you know, um, you know, your eyes are far apart, your nose is a bit big, but your hair is just, you know. And she had this beautiful head of hair, right. beautiful mane. So they sent her to a hairdresser in New York. And they put a perm on her. That like creamy crack, of course, and literally, I mean, her whole scalp was like a scab, wow. and it got me thinking about my own personal hair journey, mm-hmm. because like you know, like early '80s had a little natural, yeah. Um, high school, uh, I had a little flat top, mm-hmm. and then I got introduced to the Hawaiian silky, <laughs> the S curl, S curl, man, Bruh, the S curl, and the S curl was so real. That like you know we had a um, a crosstown rival PHS mm-hmm. and like that was like that was like 
our NBA finals. Yeah. Like everybody would pull up the gym, would be pumping, mm-hmm. be cuties everywhere. Yeah, man. You gonna put that new S in? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Get the fade. Come on. And man. put that new S in. Put that let's jam in there. Wow. Bro. Wow. And, 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 and 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 might listen to guy on the way too. Yeah. Bruh. Everybody was texturized. Everyone was texturized. Cats were texturized. Bruh. Yeah. I'ma tell you. I remember seeing, 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 because there were, there, were, there were so many different women on our campus, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, white, black, Jewish, you know, Asian, whatever. But I remember the sisters when they get their hair done and it had that bounce. Yeah, man. That you know bounce. that bounce I'm talking about? Of course. Like that fair faucet, that That, that, that feather bounce. bounce. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. Um, it's nothing better than that. It's nothing better than that. Can you give me a little bit of insight on your hair journey, my brother? You know what's funny, man? When I was young, it's funny, when you're young, your mama just shaves your head off, right? She, there's Correct. no these kids now. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm seeing some lineups. I'm like, these cats look crisp. Yeah, I was not looking that crisp at all at ten or eleven, at, bro. My lineup was like Irvin Johnson. Yeah, take it. It, down. It, it was just cut low, and that's it. My mom's like, just take it down. Yeah, and just <laughs> take it down. You know, I don't want to pay for this again anytime soon. Right. High school, I still kept like the low fade. Mm-hmm. Low fade through the late '80s. You know, have my little part, right? The part. Wait, wait, wait. Now, was it a Caesar with a part, or was it a natural with a part? Kind of like Walter and Scotty. Remember that? I didn't go that high. Okay. I kept below some more of a Caesar with a part. <laughs> no, I wasn't taking it. That was trying to elevate, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rock steady, Kaz. <laughs> Keep on loving me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just love you down. <laughs> but when I got to, to the gram, I was like, let me let it grow a little bit. Okay. You had dreads? No, no, I, had, I, I just let, I let the waves come in because I had a little wave pattern coming like about 88, 89. Was it, what, was it 360 though? Now, it was a straight over. I had like a different kind of pattern. Okay. And I was blessed because, you know, I, I, it's a cool little, little grade. Okay. So I would let it kind of flow. I told you, they call me Xavier McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you made somebody crash in their car over that one. <laughs> the, the waves were flowing so, so wonderfully. You know what I'm saying? I had that run for a while. Oh, my God. And, you know, I kept the waves going for a long time. The funny thing now is, <laughs> you know, you start getting gray hair. Gray hair is coarse, right? It just doesn't really cooperate. So it don't lay down. So the older you get, you got to take it down. I want to tell everybody, I saw Jim Hill on TV the other day with like a from, like, take it down. Bro. Like, you're fooling nobody. Listen, bro. You're fooling no one, bro. That you're like, too, that, can you please earmark your, your, your intelligence right yes, now? Yes. Because that brother... And Walt Clyde Frazier, will you all please take it down? Just cut it off. Take it down. I remember Marv Albert, the white guy, had the little. He, he had he had a toupee for you. Still does. Yeah, that toupee is crazy. Point, I looked at him. It was like late nineties. I'm like, you're fooling no one. The 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 job of a toupee is to fool me. Right. It made me think that maybe that is your shit. <laughs> but if I can tell it ain't your shit, take it down. Because the lower the better. Let us just blend into your scalp in a more natural way. Right, you right, 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 right. Burr Reynolds tried to do that at the end too. Burr yeah, had the gray rug, yeah. all kind of rugs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but uh, but That's yeah, hilarious. I hear a journey was to keep it low, get the fade rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like in the mid '90s, you know, you grow a little fro, get the cornrows thing, D'Angelo's inspiration. Right. But the reality is, 95 percent of the time, I was keeping it kind of low and it's clean. Got it. That's easy to manage, but uh, but yeah, getting back to that. That black girl bounce, um, early '90s. That was a fly vibe, man. You know, the girls mm-hmm. at Burners used to look real cool. They, their hair used to always look fly. And the braids, the braids, the basket I mean, weaves and whatnot. The basket weaves. Remember that with the starter jacket. How about that? Don't have a blow pop. And the lottos. Oh, pff. come on, take out different colors depending on the day. Come on, man. What? So this is my other question for you. We're well, not question. So you know, the Powerball was like. $2 billion. Yeah, man. And somebody from the house won. Hey, man, listen. I was calling you like, was it you? <laughs> was it your mama? <laughs> was it any long lost relative? A homie in the dean. Bro. Holler. Bro, do you understand how, how your life instantly changes from $2? You now have $2 billion. Or you can get the cash out. One billy after taxes. Think about six. After taxes, one bill clean. That's crazy. That's amazing. I don't even know what that's like. I mean, because odds are whoever won it was probably just somebody with a, with a cool little job. Yeah. Making decent change. Absolutely. You know, maybe making high five figures, maybe six figures. Cool reality. I don't know who it was. 
Let me ask you this. If you were to win, because, you know, I think, I think in California you have to show up and you have to hold the check. My wife told me that there was a guy who showed up in a Minions outfit. Yeah. And when asked why, he had a voice decoder. And he was like, because I don't want my wife, nor do I want my kids to find out because they'll live beyond their means. Yeah. So my question to you is, if you were to win, would you disguise yourself? Because nobody has to know that you got 1.6 billy other than you. But my question to you is, would you hide yourself and, you know, just, you know, become like the uh, the Howard Hughes of the game where you're more like felt yeah. and not seen? Three words. Operation. Hell yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to see my black ass. <laughs> no one's going to know. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd have it planned out like, okay, I'm not saying anything for a while. I, I'd keep the truck for a minute. I would, I'd be so. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Trust, trust me, me, you wouldn't. You would not. Yeah, man. I would keep. Because for me, the last thing I would do is go to the Phantom quick. No, 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 no. Not but the I, Phantom. It, it would be some small, maybe you got a promotion. That kind of yeah, look. As opposed to like, yeah, okay. It looks like you might have got a little raise, right? Slow, incremental moves. Yeah, it steady wins the race. Steady wins the race. Not all of a sudden like the over opulence. I wouldn't do that. Correct. But I'd be really concerned just for safety. I just don't think. Yeah. I'm not holding. If I'm up there with a the check, it's full disguise. I'm right. going to a costume design, whatever they call the makeup person in Hollywood, like hook me up. Right. You know? Right. Would you do would you do um uh Michael Jackson from Thriller? Would that be your disguise? What would your disguise be? I don't know. I might go white face on him. <laughs> okay. You talking about the Eddie Murphy Saturday Hell Night like Live? That. With a tight ass suit. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh I'm buying this paper. Just picking up my check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be me. <laughs> There wouldn't be nothing black about me. For, like, man, they would not, you would not know. Oh, because my God. Because you got to, listen, there's too many cats in the hood. Like, hey, man, that's, that's Rhodes. It'd be a problem. It would be. It got to be a problem. You got to be so, that kind of money's, that's so excessive, man. I mean, winning 10 million, still kind of, it's still great. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Right. But it doesn't really, it changes your life now. But in a way that's more like, man, he maybe he just got a big time job. Right. You know? Right. You don't go. You, you you go from Lamar to like up the hill to like Windsor Hills, right? Right. It's right. Like, oh, he's got like a little million dollar house. That's a going rate up there. Cool. Right. No, no. It's like two million dollars now. Well, two million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe three. Yeah. But even that's like okay. That's 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 L.A. Yeah. We have a billion. You can't go up there. You basically headed to Malibu, or something yeah. of like that. Yeah. You know, where yeah. your house is like you 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 hanging out with LeBron. Like he's your neighbor. That kind of paper. That's amazing. That's incredible. That is so incredible. And the thing is this. In reference to the uh, Powerball lottery, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, you, have, you have people who buy hundreds and hundreds of dollars of tickets. Whenever I purchase Powerball or lottery, I just buy one ticket. Yeah. Because it's like if I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Yep. Me, 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 me putting $1,000 dollars on lottery tickets is ridiculous. No, no. It's it's I'm a I might the most I did was like five dollars. Yeah. 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 Well, we are at the end of another session. Strong session. Bro, strong session. You know, we, we what I love about these man is we we mix in a nice a myriad of topics in like sixty minutes. And that's that, that's the goal. Yeah. You know, um to touch upon a lot of stuff that's going on. I was like flashing back to our youth because that's kind of what what created us, you know. Right. Those years, those incredible years that I hope people can appreciate, especially the young folks if they now, are, right now, just, appreciate what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember real quickly, and I ran that marathon, and I was in, in 2006 LA marathon. I was running, and I stopped at one point. I'll never forget this white guy. I was on like Venice and and Kersan or whatever street was. And okay. He said, "Man, he's how you feeling?" I was like, "I'm I'm good." He's like, "You know, the guy from Kenya already won." <laughs> okay, so you just might as well enjoy the every, every mile at this point. That's what the white guy said. Yeah, the guy from Kenya already won, and he was yeah. so right because we were like midway through that cat was already on the flight heading home. Are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So at that point, I realized, you right, know, right. The, the beauty of a marathon is you. It is a long run, but you yeah. have to enjoy every mile of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even through the pain, I think this is what life's about, man. It's it's not always great. It's gonna be challenging, but just enjoy right. the, enjoy the role, man. And enjoy I'm, it. I hope that we give people a little. A little wisdom in these 60 minutes and um, hopefully they continue to listen. Well, I want to say a couple of things. Um, 
when we released the, uh, the the initial episode, there were, you know, a few dozen people mm-hmm. that just reached out to just say thank you. Sure. For just having just like, just, I mean, just basic conversation, because it's like, this is generally conversation that you and I have on the phone. Yeah. But just to like peer inside of like, just, you know, like the intelligence that we're having these conversations at. And everything that I say is like, you know, it's, it's things that I'm familiar with mm-hmm. and things that I'm not familiar with, you know, I very rarely speak on them because, you know, you, you just don't want to get read. But, like, I would just, you know, encourage people that, you know, sometimes, you know, if a topic is going on and you don't have anything to say about it, just mm-hmm. say no comment. No comment. No comment. Yeah, no comment. You don't have to jump in, bro. Yeah. Silence is golden. Sometimes it's best just to. Uh... And it can't be quoted either. No. Yeah. No. Another episode of The Measurables slash intellectual game. Thank you all very much. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.